Ladies and gentlemen, this is the 4th Street Sports Show. My name is Kobe. I am Charles, not Charlie. And I am Charlie, not Charles. Don't mix us up. And I'm Smooth Boss. <laughs> and we are the 4th Street Sportsmen. And today, we got a big show for everyone today, man. We have we have the coach of the sock of the soccer team in here today. Coach Mohammed El Zara, and we're gonna ask him about everything that's been going on with the season. We're gonna ask him some fun questions. We're yes, gonna ask, ask him everything, everything coming up, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a good one. Also, we have a debate segment. We have our debate segment, and we had some pretty big news today, right, Charlie? Yes. Yeah, so. We have been wanting to talk about conference realignment, and today there's some big news about an alliance going on. So now, where does Southern Miss lie in this news? It could change things up. We could we could be changing. We could, we could be changing. We could be changing. So we're going to talk about that in the debate section. Also, we're going to give our flowers, but you already know. In a couple in a couple minutes, we're gonna have our EOI, which is our recap of all the sports that's been going on, from volleyball to soccer to football, everything coming up. So we got a big show for you guys. Again, this is the Four Street Sports Show. We are the Four Street Sportsmen, and this is Southern Miss Radio. But first, we got a song in honor of CM Punk making his recent return to the wrestling world in AEW. We figured that we'd play his classic theme song, Cult of Personality by Living Color with the promo, the pipe bomb, one of the greatest wrestling promos of all time, edited in. This is really dope. I think you guys will like it, especially if you're a wrestling fan like Kobe and I. Yeah, so <laughs> not us. Uh, this is Living Color, Cult of Personality, CM Punk talking on it, and again, sport, 4th Street Sports Show, and this is Southern Miss Radio. 4th Street Sports. And we're back. That was Cult of Personality. With, with the pipe bomb. <laughs> By greatest <laughs> promo of all time. <laughs> uh, that was Cult of Personality by Living Color. The spoken word that you was hearing in the middle of the song was by CM Punk, of course, the, which was his promo to Pipe Mom. But enough with that. We we are, this is the Eagle Eye. This is our recap where we recap all the sports that happened over the past week and the past weekend. And I'm going to throw it to Charles because a lot happened in volleyball, didn't it? Yes, yes, that is absolutely right. So a few days ago, Southern Miss played against the, our in-state comrades over at State uh, in an exhibition matchup. And um, we it was actually a pretty competitive series. Uh, in fact, we actually managed to win the first set, 25-23. to 23, But unfortunately, we went on a little, on a little bit of a losing streak, uh, losing the last three sets. 25 to 1 in set 2, 25 to 19 in set 3, and 25 to 22 in set 4. So, um, I, I, unfortunately, uh, the SEC uh, powerhouses over there, they sort of got the best of us towards the end there. But, I mean, we, we, we showed how much heart our team has. I know that much. I know that this is going to be a fantastic season. If we, can, if we can put together scores like that against a marquee opponent like mm -hmm. State, who knows what can potentially be at stake and what will go down during the regular season. True, um, true. Um, and uh, the Lady Eagles, um, their next volleyball game is on Friday the 27th, uh, the beginning of the Southern Miss Classic at 3 p.m. against Mississippi Valley State University. Also, Austin, you were there too, so mm -hmm. could you kind of give a yes. recap of what you saw? Man, it was... I'm just going to speak on the environment there. Uh, that was the first time that uh, the Wellness Center 
was that packed. Yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, they had a lot of games, Conference USA going on, but both sides were packed out. Um, I'm just going to recap of going back to the Conference USA tournament last year. Um, it was just one side where fans could sit on. Both sides of the bleachers were able, you you were able to sit on. And it was just filled. It was a, a, a big crowd. The environment was great. Uh, Stephanie Radecki talked about it. Uh, Coach Radecki, she talked about the, the great environment. And I love to see it. The volleyball team looks very promising. Yeah, Coach yes. said the team has a lot of depth. And there's some yes. newcomers that were making an impact already. So there's going to be a lot to see from there. Right, and that's it, it great to hear because, again, I was at some of those games uh, for the tournament last year, and it was packed. It was great to see everybody in there, and that's great to hear that it was packed on both sides, not only for Southern Miss but for Mississippi State for a good old in-state rivalry. And and that was uh, as well Friday, uh, August 27th. That's the beginning of the Southern Miss Classic. It's a bunch of, it's a bunch of colleges in there, but we play we, – our first game is at 3 o'clock against Mississippi Valley State, so you don't want to miss that. But – Heading over to football, and this is where I throw it over to Charlie and Austin, who were at the football scrimmage. We're at a football yes. scrimmage. Yes. So, um, the second second uh, scrimmage of fall camp, which was actually the last day of fall camp, um, it was very hot. Yeah. It was a Saturday, <laughs> early in the morning, but it was very hot. It was a great environment, though. Um, the plus thing that I would say, the offense looked phenomenal. They had, mm-hmm. I think, exactly like 515 rushing yards. But be it that, you know, the defensive ends and uh, kitchens, sites, and uh, booth were all allowed. Um, so those are three big guys on our defensive line that, that really could have impacted the yeah. rushing game. But Frank Gore looked phenomenal. He had three touchdowns, two rushing, one receiving. Um, he was getting out in the flats, making guys miss. He was unbelievable. Um, just some other notes to take in. Brownlee, uh, he 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 played a couple snaps, but he eventually reaggravated his uh his I think it's his ankle. Uh, don't quote me. Um, <laughs> but uh, he definitely looked a little banged up. Mm-hmm. Um, and he didn't play uh for the rest of the scrimmage afterwards. But it was it was a great day for the offense. The defense still they did look like they needed some work, but that was bid that a lot of guys are missing who are coming back. Um, linebackers like Hayes, Maples, yeah. Santrell, uh, Swayze uh, still to be seen. But um, it was a great environment. It was a great environment, and the offense looks pretty promising. The offensive line, they're rolling. And uh, also, uh, Charlie talked about this. He asked Coach Hall on Cole Cavallo. Oh, my gosh. I am so excited for that. The fullbacks yeah. are just taking yeah. over. The way they were blocking the other day was yes. amazing to see. It's yes. going to be kind of a – ground and pound kind of type yes. thing going on over there. <laughs> All of the tight ends were making moves. So Yes, and that's a it, that's really been the most interesting thing yeah. on the offensive side is the, the, the competition there at the tight end position. So that's just great and phenomenal to see. Uh, so like Coach Hall said, the fullbacks are back, and uh, they are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's great to hear. Um, and we great to hear from both sides. With our game coming up next week against South Alabama and Mobile, in two, at, yeah, yo, two, yeah, in two weeks, yeah, yeah, next week, and yeah. next week. Um, so that's that's great. Uh, thank you guys for that. Um, now heading from football, we head to Southern Miss soccer. Southern Miss uh faced Grambling State on Sunday, and after ninety scoreless minutes, the Golden Eagles went into extra time when freshman Ryan Smith from Biloxi scored her first career goal to give Southern Miss its first win of the season. The Golden Eagles return home for their first home game of the season 
Thursday against Nickel State at 5 o'clock. And the Golden Eagles are currently 1-1 one one, uh, after suffering a loss to LSU uh, last week. But they got their first win uh, against Grambling State on Sunday. And it was, it, it was great. It was great. That was a great game. That's though. that's big news for Ryan Smith. Coast represent. I'm from the coast. Yeah. We got to represent the coast <laughs> yeah, here. But that's, that's, that's big yeah. news for her. And, Good and, job for and, her. And let me tell you, what, what, a, what a crazy way to score your first yes. goal. <laughs> very, very, very. To make an impact just like that, too. That's what I call clutch. And, <laughs> and again, I'm going to throw it to Charlie and Austin. Because yesterday, yeah. some news, some we, interesting news happened. We got yes. some drama going on in the Southern Miss uh, fan base right now. Ooh, so what this week, the uh, Southern Prohibition Gold Rush beer dropped. Everybody's been excited about it. But also some affiliate problems going on. Conference USA <laughs> affiliate Charlotte also dropped a school-partnered beer with the yes. local brewery that is also called Gold, gold Rush. Rush. Yes. Wow. So there's some a little naming rights. We might have a little f- uh, feud going on. Yeah, I, I, I definitely want to uh, change the schedule a little bit. Hopefully, we can face Charlotte next yeah. year. <laughs> we were talking Charlotte, about, we calling you out. <laughs> we were talking last week about who's our rival. Maybe this is a rivalry, like incoming yeah. rivalry. Yeah, you know, Charlotte's you know trying to get they, some beef going. They, on. They, they must have been tuning into our show last week, and they're like, yes. you know what? Let's 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 force our, ourselves into this into this discussion. <laughs> hey, that's Maybe. a good point. Maybe. Maybe. No bias, no bias or anything, but the cold rush, the southern. Miss Gold Rush can yes, looks man. a lot better than yeah, that. I mean, you, you can check it out on Twitter. Sorry, sorry whoever Twitter, designed yeah. that. I'm really sorry to put you down, but um, you know, I get it. So maybe it was just a little miscommunication, but um, this was a beer that was announced back in July. So yeah, in June, somebody actually. oh June. Yeah, so they had somebody missed something <laughs> in the late part of June. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. So, um. Yeah. Also, I just want to get to this. Charlie didn't get a chance to talk about the defense. Charlie, just recap. Okay. Okay. Basically, I wanted to say that the defense believes they have the Nasty Bunch back, which is huge. Uh, We talked to Devin Thomas, and he was just talking about that they're going to bring their aggression this year. And really, in practice, you could see that. Those those guys were pumped up to make some big plays. We saw a lot of sacks go on um, throughout camp. But also, I really liked – this is a player I just pointed out was Natron Brooks, what he was doing. Because I feel like last year, at the beginning of the year, he was getting beat a lot. But just the way he posed himself in camp this year, he was just like a hawk on the underneath routes. So I'm I'm excited to see what those backs can do, and especially uh, Harrell, what he was doing. I mean that chase down tackle. I think it was yes. on Gore. Yes. that dude is fast. He was hitting 22 miles per hour. Yes. I, so I mean I'm just excited to see the nasty bunch back, and they definitely uh they have the players. They have playmakers on that squad. Yeah, they just have to get healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's the biggest thing. Yeah. All right, so that's some very interesting news to wrap up our eagle eye and our recap. So now we go to first we got to pay some bills, and then we're going to go into some Pharrell happy, and then we will have our interview with Coach Muhammad El-Zara. Southern Miss Radio. This is Southern Miss Radio. And we're back on the 4th Street Sports Show that was happy by Pharrell Williams. And now we got to come to the best part. This is right now we have coach, coach Muhammad El Zara on. He is the coach of the Southern Miss Golden Eagles soccer team. And how, how do you feel, coach? How, how's it great? How are you feeling right now? I'm feeling great. I mean, just uh, privileged to be doing what I'm doing and enjoying it, loving it. Now, a little 
background info on Coach Muhammad. He's been Southern Miss's head coach since 2012. He was born in Ethiopia. He played professional soccer in Egypt, moved to the United States in the 80s on a soccer scholarship to Lincoln Memorial University, and he's had a 28-year coaching career. And you want to fact this, fact check us on anything? Yeah. Coach, we got it right. Well, I started in January 2013. Okay. 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 So one fact check. One fact check. <laughs> yeah. And uh, right, Kobe. Yeah. You're right. That's my bad. Yeah. All right. So, um, Char- Charlie, you got a fun, interesting yeah. question to ask Coach. So, uh, Coach just came on and he was listening to Happy by Pharrell Williams, yeah. which there was a little story behind that. And I, I, I'm remembering this because I was at that football game. So, Coach, you recorded a video of you singing karaoke. It's still on YouTube, by the way, if you want to, if y'all want to look it up. But I just want to know what was that experience like seeing yourself at the game singing "Happy." Well, it's uh, you know I enjoyed it. You know, I uh, it, it was a scary experience to begin with. You know, to to be able to record and sing in front of twenty five thousand <laughs> yeah, fans. Yeah, that's... that's and 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 uh, you know. We, you know, you cannot take yourselves too serious. Mm-hmm. Life is too short. You gotta have fun, but also yeah. you, you gotta be uncomfortable. And and great things happen when you're uncomfortable and uh, and just uh, just enjoying the moment, you know. And uh, you know, uh, I, the department was looking for coaches to do that. There was a lot of them that were bailing out, so I said I will do it. And, <laughs> and it was just an excellent experience. I, I enjoyed it. We yeah. we better see something from Coach Hall or some of the new coaches <laughs> this season. Here's yeah. Coach Mo giving the words of wisdom. Words of wisdom. <laughs> now, Coach, you've had 28 years of coaching experience and more with your playing career. Could you talk about your love for this game and how it's kept you going throughout your career? Well, you know, you know, I've been very fortunate to be where I am right now. Um, you know, I grew up playing the the, the game in, in 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 Cairo, in the streets of Cairo, and 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 fortunate to have had people around me as a youth player and even in college and even in my professional uh, playing career that have made coaching or were playing uh, just a fun experience and I was and, and they had influenced the decision of me being where I am today in terms of choosing coaching as a career so uh, so having people that nurture you and mentor you and uh, but making it fun, you know, because at the end of the day, it's supposed to be fun, and you cannot uh, get into the into the the details. Yeah, we we want to win every game, but uh, at the end of the day, the best players, even at the at the professional level, they need to have fun in order to enjoy the game and, and perform their best work. Coach, could you speak on the the environment you try to create? I know you were talking about you coming from you know, Cairo and all of the other players that transferred here from different countries and all mm-hmm. over the world. Could you just talk about that environment you try to create for them coming into your your system? Yes, you- I mean, you you look at, a, at our program, we're very diverse in, in a lot of different ways. We have players from all over the world, players from all over the United States, including um, se- seven players from Mississippi, uh, which is the largest uh, we've had uh, since uh, I've been here. You know, so we're, we're, we're continuing to identify talent. Uh, you know, the, the thing is, it's, the game is a universal game. It's a, it's a global game. And uh, we, we believe that, uh, you know, soccer is not only a science but also an art. 
and 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 for players to bring in you know express their individuality within a team contest and 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 to really enjoy that experience so we believe in playing in practice so if you come in our practice you're going to see the players competing and playing and you know if you look at even you grow you guys growing up you don't want to hear a coach lecture or preach you want to play yes. and 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 we try to keep that in that in the center of our philosophy and the way we want to play we want to attack we want to play with more numbers going forward and be creative but we believe that each player has got to bring in their personality and their passion to the game it's not only just what we're trying to teach them they have to bring in their soul and their 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 individuality so that's we believe in that and uh and obviously having players from all over the world all over the country it's it's a tough challenge so integrating each each one into the team is 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 part of our uh, huge task you were mentioning that there's seven players from Mississippi. Uh, you've been around the game for a long time. Just how do you see the outlook on soccer in the States uh, since you've come? Have you seen it grown, and where is it going? Absolutely. I mean, I tell you, it's uh, you're seeing right now not only at the youth levels that uh, the coaches are a lot more experienced. You're starting to have second- and third-generation coaches that have played, and, and now they're, you know, they're teaching the game, you know, uh, coaching the game. It's no longer parents' coaches, but also the high school system is hiring soccer coaches that are teachers mm-hmm. in their programs. It's It used to be in the past that you will have maybe a baseball coach or a football coach, you know, getting a, a yeah. coaching job <laughs> of soccer. <laughs> yeah. But now you have people that are experts. So we've we've grown a lot. The facilities that we have in throughout the state that we're building. I mean, we have w- one of the best facilities here in town, with over twenty some fields. So even in the communities, the, it's growing a lot. So so the, I'm I'm excited for uh, Mississippi, but also for Southern Miss, that we have players that are local that are contributing. We have Ryan Smith yesterday. You know, mm-hmm. the other day scores uh, the winning goal. We have uh, Tay Collum, who is a starter on our on our lineup. You know, we have uh, Lauren Bennett. You know, we have uh, KK Williams, uh, and 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 others. And you know that are contributing. You know, we have uh, Ember Temple from Meridian, and Alice Williamson, who's injured right now, as well as uh, Mira Lewis from Oak Grove. So we're excited about all those, all these players, and we're. In uh, next year's class, also we have one brilliant player also that is coming in from uh, from the Oak Grove from Oak Grove as well. All right. All right uh, so, Coach Monroe, I gotta know you've been playing this game and coaching this game for a long time. Who is your top five soccer? We have of to all know. Time? We have to know because it's a, a debate yeah. in every sport. <laughs> debate in every sport. Well, it's uh, you know, it's it's it it could change from you know. Uh, there's, there's no doubt, uh, you know, just for, for, for our young listeners here, uh, Messi is, is, is unbelievable. Ronaldinho, uh, Gaucho is, is one. Zinedine Zidane, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and uh, those are three. Johan Cruyff from Holland, he's passed away just recently. Uh, those are players that I followed when I was, uh, you know, and, you know, Cruyff and, and Zidane and Ronaldinho and 
you know, it's kind of tough to find that next, the fifth one, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Pelé, you know. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say no yeah. Pelé. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so, so those I would say are, there's a lot of others. It's difficult to really pinpoint mm -hmm. who the top five, but uh, those are, those will be top contenders for sure. That's a respectable list. Yeah. It is, it is. Now, Coach, going into the season this, yeah. year, season this year, what was the experience like having the shorter offseason, considering that you played in the spring, that you guys played in the spring, and you have already started a new season? Well, you know, uh, in, in some ways we had our returning players came in in really good shape mm -hmm. because they had a, a lot less downtime. But, you know, the one thing that we're trying to do right now is monitor the training load and uh, so they, we don't get into injuries. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so we, we, we monitor the work rate and, and on, on the field. Um, but the turnaround time with, um, you know, it was, it was difficult because of, you know, usually we will, in the spring, we will do recruiting. We will take our time in making sure that our players, student athletes are healing and they're getting, you know, healthy and ready. Uh, like we have, uh, a phenomenal player on our program, you know, Patricia Gasparkova, that is not able to play. She didn't play in the spring because she tore her ACL, and now she's not going to play this year. And that kind of puts her a little bit, you know, uh, out for two seasons. Mm -hmm. uh, so, but regardless of that, I mean, we, uh, we're, uh, you know, we're a young team. We got 14 freshmen. Ooh. And, uh, you know, we're going through that growing of, uh, you know, in terms of adjusting to the transition into the college game, uh, we have uh, awesome team captains and seniors that are leading. Uh, that's, that, that is making it easier for our young team to tr transition to the college game. So uh, uh, recruiting has been very hectic for us. Uh, as coaches also, we have not had, uh, we only probably took a week off. Wow. You wow. know. So usually you'll take a few weeks. So yeah. everything seems to be going fast with having such a short season. Yeah. But we're excited. Yeah. And and last season, uh, just putting this out here, Southern Miss Soccer reached the USA semifinals. It was a game that went to PKs and didn't go the way y'all wanted it to. But, you know, with that short turnaround, just uh, what have you learned from that game that maybe you're applying to this season or it could go for the players too? Well, first of all, you know, uh, you know, with, with, with having a young team, uh, what we've learned, we, we, we're spending a lot of time really addressing every individual player's needs. So we're, you know, even with our coaching is, is we have to be a little, a lot more patient, mm -hmm. uh, a lot more, uh, you know, teaching the details, the little nuances of every player's position and what they need to do. So we're, we're teaching more on the field and, and we're taking our time so that's something in terms of uh, last year, I mean, you know, it came down to a penalty shootout, uh, but I thought, you know, we, we played, we were, we, I felt that, you know, well, the, the, the numbers in terms of shots on goal, we, we outshot, you know, Rice. Uh, just uh, uh, we need to be a little bit uh, clinical and efficient when we get our chances. And that's would be the difference that we have to, you know, that we're trying to improve on. You will see that you already see out of uh, our exhibition games and our game the other day that we have scored five goals for our freshmen. Yeah, mm. for our freshmen, and so that kind of add, you know we're we're trying to get more 
support to Ariel Diaz and uh, Alisi Campos uh, with some of our young talent that is coming up. Could you speak on Ariel and, you know, her being named to the preseason, um, well, was named preseason offensive player of the year. Could you just speak on her and, and how she's contributed and helped these young um, young, young ladies uh, coming in? Absolutely. She has, uh, you know, uh, not only she's uh, have come a long way since she came to, to Southern Miss, uh, but also part of our goal for her to, this year is to help her grow as a leader, you know, because she's done a great job taking care of herself, taking care of her training and, and improving her talent. Uh, for her to become a complete player is, uh, you know, we've, we've given her the captain's armband. So she's one of our captains. And we feel that uh, her being able to mentor the, our young players, and she's working with s several of them, will not only help her as a player, but and help us in return. But also, she's one that already I'm getting um, scouts calling me, professional scouts. Uh -huh. So uh, part of her development is going to be to develop as a leader, and she's doing a great job for us right now. That's great. Wow. That's amazing. Right. Now, Coach, you and the girls are coming off a big win at Grambling State in extra time. Both of the first two regular season games have pretty much come down to the end where you guys have to fight. Uh, yes. What have those games shown you about this team? Well, first of all, we're, um, you know, we're, 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 we're learning. We're learning. I mean, we have a young team. They're learning fast, and they're being very coachable on the field, and they're asking questions, and uh, they're um, also, you know, asking to, to do some extra work and things like that. Um, we're, we're, we're learning how to be uh, gritty. Because there are certain things that the, the high school or club would not prepare you. Mm -hmm. When you come in into the college game and you are playing against somebody who's faster than you, bigger than you, is more skillful than you, uh, you just got to find a little bit of grit and, and, and fight. And, and uh, our young players are bringing that. Uh, they're adjusting to the speed of play. Uh, they're uh, adjusting in terms of managing themselves, you know, from a, you know, a mental standpoint, you know, how to, you know, uh, every player that comes into our program is their top in their programs, wherever they're coming from. Now is adjusting, you are in, you know, you are a big fish in a lake. Now all of a sudden you are just another fish in the ocean. Mm -hmm. How do you adjust mentally? You know, and, and a, a lot of the players are going through those phases. It's part of their growth. Uh, some of them are, are moving along fast and are and, and keeping up. Some of them, it's going to take them some time. And uh, and that's the beauty of coaching is understanding that different players develop at different rates. And, uh, you know, every, today, for example, I saw a huge growth that I didn't see in the last 10 days from Alexia Nelson. Mm -hmm. uh, so... So those are some of the things that, you, you know, as a coach, you have to be patient. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, every player, when they're ready, they're ready. But, you know, and that's important to know that. Now, last question here. Your fir the first home game is Thursday against Nickel State. What do you have to say to the fans and the supporters of Southern Miss uh, to get them to come watch y'all and to support, to support, basically? 
Well, uh, one thing that, you know, we'd love to have everybody come in and, you know, I want them to know that our team is, uh, is just uh, reflects, the, the makeup of our team reflects the community of, of, of the university. We're very diverse in a lot of ways. We have players that speak multiple languages, and uh, um, uh, we also have, I, I have right now some student athletes that are uh, rushing with sororities. And, and we very, you know, I embrace that. And we've have, we have some players, some of our players, current, our, uh, you know, captain, Kendall Mendick is a, is a tri-delta, you know? And uh, so we have several of them that are rushing. And uh, uh, we, we try to create an, uh, an opportunity for them to also be involved in the school and in the university community. And uh, uh, they will enjoy the game. They will see a, uh, an attacking style uh, that is creative, that uh, that allows players to bring in their individualities, and and uh, but also, uh, you know, we would like to be involved if there is any way that we can enhance, you know, any other organizations within the, our community here within the university and outside. You know, we will be there for them any times. But uh, come out there and uh, have a good time and and enjoy our you know student athletes perform and. Uh, and I say perform because it's an art before it's a science. We're looking forward to going. We'll be there. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah we're definitely. 5 p.m. Thursday. 5 p.m. Thursday against Nick. calendars. You mark it. <laughs> 5 p.m. Thursday against Nickel State. Uh, we hope everybody could come out. Uh, Coach, thank you for joining yes, us today because we know you have a busy schedule, of course, with the st season start starting. So thank you for, again, sitting down with us and joining us today. Well, thank you. And uh, – Excited to see uh, students on campus and really yes. thrilled and, uh, you know, definitely uh, come out and support us and support the volleyball team as well as our football. Mm -hmm. uh, I would like to give a shout to a couple of football players, Swayze and Coker, yeah. you know, and uh, good luck, guys. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, quick question, Coach. Will you be singing any more yeah, you know, songs? On we'll the see. On a yeah, I'm... I'm, I'm I'm comfortable with being uncomfortable, so bring it on. <laughs> bring it on. All right. All right. All right. Uh, Wishing you the best of luck, Coach. Yes. Wish Thank you, best, guys. Appreciate you. the best of luck this season. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that was Coach Muhammad El-Zara. And, again, at, we're going to the break right now, but when we come back, we will have our debate the section. <laughs> so uh, this is the 4th Street Sports Show, and this is Southern Miss Radio. 4th wow. Street Sports. Southern Miss Radio. Welcome back to the 4th Street Sports Show. Once again, thank thank you, Coach Mohamed El Zara, for, for coming through in your busy shout schedule. Because we, we know you're in the middle of the season right now. But thank you again for coming back. Um, also, Austin, you had mentioned something during the break. Yes. Earlier today, Conference USA released their preseason predictions on volleyball. As we know, Southern Miss Volleyball is starting their season this Friday at 3 p.m. against Mississippi Valley State. In these predictions for Conference USA, Southern Miss was predicted to be sixth in our division, in the Western mm -hmm. Division, which we are in, that was second to last uh, ahead of Louisiana Tech. At, um, in the West Division, Rice was predicted number one, and in the East, uh, Western Kentucky was predicted number one. Also, those two faced off in the Conference USA mm -hmm. tournament last year, and it was an amazing battle. Um, 
I'm gonna pass it to you now, Charlie. Go ahead. I was just gonna say we we're keeping wreckage over here right. because if we're not six, we're bringing up the conference USA. Say right, hey, right. check your records. <laughs> right. All right. Now, yeah. This is our debate section. Yes. Our debate section, and now Charlie, I throw it to you because we had some big yes. news today in college. So last week when we had director of athletics Jeremy McLean, we were talking to him about the conference alignment issue, which if you've kept up with. Uh, college sports this summer it's been a big issue after texas and oklahoma announced they were going to depart the big 12 and go to the sec which is still gonna be a couple years but basically right now this whole situation is causing huge waves in the ncaa and just today the big 10 acc and pac 12 have formally announced their alliance which now will be an alliance of 41 teams. Mm. So think of that. 41 schools are in an alliance together. And it's it's a huge deal. So um, we were talking about it, but already, as you can see, the situation is ever-changing. That's kind of what Mr. McClain was saying. And we're going to talk about where Southern Miss lies in this situation because it's just affecting everybody in college athletics okay, well, right now. well first of all i just want to to say that the point of a conference <laughs> is that you're supposed to be able to schedule stuff so that you play everyone i know that sometimes it's like conference usa for instance is split into two divisions but yeah. the idea of being mm-hmm. within those divisions or slash conferences is that you play everybody in your respective conference exactly. how are we going to successfully schedule a thing where we have all 40 possible matchups for each team. Yeah. I don't see how that's going to work. No um, way. I think that this is really shutting out a lot of group of five um, yeah, that's, know, teams yeah. like ourselves, you know, USM. That's the biggest thing that I got from this is because it seems like these 41, I, I may be wrong. It's yet to be seen. Correct me if I'm wrong, but mm-hmm. they're going to be playing each other and it's just strictly these teams. Or is it, are they branching out like, that's what I'm saying. That's what or I'm is getting it, at. Is it being restricted into these 41 teams and these 41 teams just hash it out? So I'm I'm pretty sure it's them competing with each wow. other. Wow, that's and it. I don't I don't know how that affects the um, group of five teams again because lots of these group of five teams will you know call up and try to play these teams. That's a big uh, thing for guarantee games. So scheduling is still being talked about because again this is. It's not theoretical, but um, it hasn't been signed in paper yet. It's yeah. not. It's just an agreement. So details will come out later. But I just don't agree yeah. with this. And not to mention, you said ACC and Pac-12. That's a lot of traveling, especially yeah, if you yeah. got if you got them going that's, across. That's two completely opposite sides yeah. of the country. Yeah. yeah, but to think, just to go back on it, it's a lot of traveling. But also, you got to think about the revenue that's still bringing in from this. That's what it's all yeah. about yeah. at this point. That's and, what it's all about. And I get that with the revenue. And also, I think one of the good things, one of the good things about this, even though I'm strongly against it, we're seeing a lot of good matchups. Because I think that's something college football was lacking, especially because we only get that good matchup at the beginning of the year, at the end, bowl season, and in the conference championships. But Pers- that's the only really good thing I see about this. Yeah. That the revenue and all that. But personally, I don't like the whole alliance thing because now it's starting to feel like pro football. Now you're putting all these conferences at one. It's starting to feel like the NFC and the AFC. Yeah, but even then, it's 41 teams. This, yeah. That's just those three uh, conferences are bigger than you know a whole professional league. Right. So it's yeah. like, 
what you know if one's gonna be standalone and then we're gonna have this huge alliance that's playing each other it's it's just kind of confusion right now i would describe that and then when you're talking about all those matches that will be taking those prime time slots because that's what it's about mm -hmm. is getting it on tv so where does southern miss lie where do these smaller teams lie you know how is that going to affect their tv market and does that mean that maybe Southern Miss or other schools in the Conference USA will start looking at alliances yeah. or yeah. try to disband and form their own conference? Right. Because I, could, I, I think guess. if if a alliance like this a form well, it's forming. It's basically almost written in stone yeah. at this point. Um, what I'm saying is, I definitely agree, Charlie. Uh, we may look at. I'm just throwing out some names: the MAC, Sun Belt. Conference USA. Right. We could look at a alliance there. You know, who's it, it's it's a lot. This could yeah. go various different ways, and it's just absurd. Yeah, I want to point out that the man himself, Mr. McLean, said that they were focusing on CUSA and CUSA only, basically. So we're right. just this is all theory. Yes. Yeah, we we are, we are we are faithful to our conference. Yes. <laughs> we're just we're just throwing stuff out because this is affecting every conference now. This is yeah. affecting every school now. I'm and just I, throwing it out there, Charles. <laughs> Has Conference USA been faithful to us? I'm just gonna say oh, it. I'm just, wow. I, hey, hey, wow. shot, 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 Very big high right. take from Austin, but I think that the reason for this is because of this the Texas and Oklahoma move. Because you think about it, you're taking two big powerhouses though, whether they're doing good or whether they're doing bad, you're taking them from one conference and putting two of these teams into the SEC, mm -hmm. which personally I still don't agree with. I know the change is good, but that doesn't that again Texas and Oklahoma going to SEC. I really don't see it. They were good in the big. I think they were all right in the Big Twelve because they because they, they if we if we don't keep it real, they they get forty pieced a lot and they still manage <laughs> yeah. to win. But yeah. well, that, I'm a, I'm gonna say this. I don't mm -hmm. mean to cut you off, Kobe, right, but right. Oklahoma has established themselves as as a great team yeah. and a phenomenal program. Texas is one of my favorites, but mm -hmm. for the past couple, the last decade or so, they've been slacking. Yeah. And, that's just the honest truth of it. Texas has been overrated, I think. You know, as much as I love them, um, mm -hmm. also I got ties to Texas, but right. shout out, you know, USM is where it's at. Right. But um it you know, Texas is overrated. I think Oklahoma yeah. was the, the big key piece in this, but Texas does bring in the revenue, which is well you, you gotta know, realize yeah, due to you, the market. And you gotta realize that historically speaking, Texas is one of the more dominant football programs in the NCAA. Mm -hmm. It's just the thing is they've not really been able to attract very many marquee, you know, big big uh, recruits. I because... feel like they have attracted recruits. Yeah. It's just that they haven't developed onto yeah. the field as much as they should have. Was there was there a big coaching change? Something happened yes, because you're yes. absolutely right. They are not the team that they used to be, and I want to know what happened to that Texas. And if you can't beat Baylor or Iowa State, what makes you think you're gonna beat Georgia and LSU? Yeah, no, that ain't happening. But or that, Bama. Oh, wait, sorry. <laughs> I was just going to say, uh, per CBS Sports, the uh, move between Texas and Oklahoma, that could cause a more than 50% decrease in revenue just in the right. Big 12. So this big thing that's going on, uh, we're talking about them fitting the SEC. Well, what's going on with Big 12 now? And I, I think that really what we could see is some group of five teams maybe calling Big 12 saying, hey, 
You good? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Ah, you need but, some help. But, but Charlie, it's all about the business and bringing yeah. extra money. Um, yeah. Can <laughs> I just say this though? Yeah, yeah, if that. I was a group of five conference right now, oh, group of five, you know, school. My bad, I said conference. Right, Director right. of athletics, Austin Lindsay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Hey, it got a ring to it. <laughs> but um, I wouldn't want to join the Big Twelve right now. I wouldn't. Now it, it no, don't get me wrong. There are great teams in the Big Twelve. Iowa State, which is Honestly, they're going to be a surprise this year. I honestly believe yeah. so. Uh, but I, I wouldn't join the Big 12 right now because who's to say those other schools uh, won't leave and, right. and join the Pac-12 or, or Big 10 or why, something why, like why that. Why are we acting like this is a big game of, like, follow the leader? Like, why Why do we think that? Okay, I mean, I mean, I our mean school, it basically is because look at what Texas is. And our, our, no, our it. school is clearly an exception because while everybody is talking about, oh, man, we're going to jump to the super conferences that are being yeah. formed, our AD, just like you said yeah. earlier, it's like, you know what? We're going to we're gonna stay yeah. true to this conference that we're in, the, the conference that we've been in since 1995, and exactly. it's founding. Yeah. yeah, but he also said drop he's that gonna, stat, drop yeah. that stat real quick okay. before about Southern Miss being the only conference. Yes, yes. So yeah. they are they are the only conference that is or the, only uh, the only team in the conference that has been with the conference for its entirety. Technically speaking, uh, I believe UAB. UAB is a founding member, yeah. but they went away for a little bit. Right. But now yeah. they're back. But USM has been there for the entire. Gosh, what thirty odd year history, right? Forty, yeah, forty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, loyalty, and then you gotta think of things like college football play playoff and revenue and how that's gonna affect yeah, that and all that. So, but we're we're gonna see now. Um, they made the big announcement today. We gotta see what happens from them. But that was our. Austin's the, got something. Yeah, oh, I just want to plug this in, yeah. Charles uh, and Charlie. You did talk about. Uh, Mr. McLean talking about sticking to the Conference USA, but he said he would also put USM uh, athletics in the best yeah, uh, situation. Yeah, best situation possible. But the uh, question and is, closely. is staying yeah. put in the conference the best option? That was what our debate was mm-hmm. yeah. yes. about. Because yes. if you look at these numbers, I just want to throw it out and we're over time, but yeah. right now, CUSA and Sunbelt's TV contracts give around $500,000 annually per member. Let's say a uh, member in the AAC left. I'm not shipping an AAC move. That's not me, but mm-hmm. AAC's TV contract deal, uh, 12-year deal with ESPN, which ESPN is big with SEC right now. Worth the, For the AAC, it's worth over $1 billion for 12 years, right. which equals $7 million, or roughly $7 million per year for each member. Right. Think about that, 500000 mm-hmm. to $7 million. Very, very The opportunities outside of the conference – there are lots of opportunities. Even if you look at Mountain West, one million dollars per each per member for TV contracts. Now, there's a lot of opportunities um, with streaming and stadium that Conference USA has gotten. Yeah. But speaking, it's behind the other group of five. Yeah, because it's not a mainstream media. Yes. It's the other mm-hmm. guys like CBS, ESPN, ABC. Oh, like and you were talking about whether we could attract that market, yeah. which was a debate that we were having. Yeah, and. I don't know. I'm I'm gonna just be honest with you guys. Hattiesburg is not the the biggest market as other places. Now, don't get me wrong. I feel like we have the most loyal fans in this area. Absolutely. Than anywhere else in Mississippi when it comes to sticking loyal to to where they are. Mm-hmm. And um, but the marketplace, as in Memphis, let's take them in, take them into account. They were a part of Conference USA yes, at one point were. in time. 
they expanded, but you got to also look at the metropolitan area. They are, the metropolitan area in Memphis is like 1.3 million. So yeah. that's a huge market. So right. conferences look at market value and all of that when they bring in teams. It's not just about, you know, what we did as a program because if, if that's so, USM would be top tier for yeah. sure, and we know this. I need you to definitely save that because I that's a debate that we need to have in the future because yeah. – you also talked to a staff member about that, but we're not going to go into yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We like, in overtime right now, like, man. <laughs> yeah, like you said, we are overtime right now, and we have to end our debate section. But first, before we give our flowers and our outro, we have to pay some bills real quick. Yes. Four Street Sports, Southern Miss Radio. Four Street Sports. Southern Miss Radio. If you or your business is interested in sponsoring programming on WUSM, we'd love to talk to you about the benefits and opportunities. You can get recognition for your business as well as the appreciation of the WUSM audience. The audience realizes your support provides the programming they listen to daily. In addition, our sponsorship rates are very cost-effective and tax-deductible. To learn more, call 601-266-4287. WUSM, Hattiesburg. Sponsorship comes from Southern Beverage Company, proud distributors of Anheuser-Busch and Yingling, as well as Mississippi favorites Southern Prohibition, Slowboat, and Chandelure, and national staples Green Flash and Southern Tier. Southern Beverage can be reached by phone at 601-368-9111. The website is southernbeverage.com. Southern Miss Radio. And we are back to the 4th Street Sports Show. And this, and you, and of course... This is the segment where we give our flowers and we pay tribute to our USM athletes and even our alumni who received honors during the week, like player of the week, like student athlete of the week, all, all type of honors. And we got to start first with E.O. Smith. If you know him, you know that if you know that name, then you know who he is, though. Now, Edo has had some bad luck. Injuries. Injuries. Um, he was cut by the team that drafted him, the, Fel- the Atlanta Falcons, and recently he joined the Arizona Cardinals and he was cut. But another team has picked him up. The Minnesota Vikings Ooh, have picked him up. My dad's gonna like that. He's from Minnesota. That, Ooh, that's there you go. Got the Minnesota uh, football <laughs> so, getting the Mississippian. <laughs> so we gotta we gotta uh, say congratulations to Edo Smith being uh, picked up by the Vikings. Also, it was one more uh, that I have to give, and that's to. Uh, the guys that were selected for the Southern Miss Hall of Fame. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to the active coach now, Chad Williams. He right. was selected to the 2021 Southern Miss Hall of Fame class of this year. So shout out to him. I can't remember the other guys. Oh, Austin Davis. Austin Davis. Me yeah. If I can't remember everybody right now, I don't have it pulled up, but that was just something on my mind. That that's I had that's to oh, and, yeah. I, and I wanted to give a personal shout out uh, to uh, some of the uh, – Southern Miss football legends that stopped by during the last scrimmage mm-hmm. to yes. act as mentors for some of our players. Um, you guys are going to have to help me with this. Well, off the top of my head, well, yeah, I remember yeah. Reggie Collier was Reggie. there. Yeah, which yeah. Coach said he's kind of developed a connection with Trey Lowe, which is going to be cool to see. That's, Good to see amazing. a student of the that's game, right? That's amazing right there. That's amazing. Yeah, exactly. And there, there were a couple of other uh, legends. And also, um, at, at uh, the later on that day during the press conference, Coach Will <laughs> Hall expressed that he wanted as many legends as possible to be stopping by, mentoring these guys, you know, really giving them that, that you know, veteran leadership experience. So 
any legends out there yeah. that are listening, you're more than welcome to stop by. Uh, it would mean a lot for the students too. Yeah, exactly. See like Brett Favre yeah. on the sidelines, you'd be like, "Whoa, that's Brett Favre!" <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I still we remember. I still remember one of the games a couple years ago uh, when we played ULM here. Him and Doug Peterson were both here, mm-hmm. and they did the coin toss and everything, and that was amazing. Yeah. Um. So, oh, and one more, one more thing that we got to give our flowers to. We got to give our flowers to. Um, we got to give our flowers to the soccer team again. Shout out to Coach Ma, uh, Muhammad for being here. Uh, they were ranked. Third in potential to see who would win the division. They were ranked third, I think, after Rice and I can't can't remember the second team. Rice but took it all last year. They took they took it all last year, but they're ranked third. And again, we're looking forward to what they bring to the table this season. Yeah, again, they're currently one and one, and in their game they have a game Thursday. And but Ryan Smith, Ryan Smith, give the flowers to Ryan. Smith. Oh, Ryan, we got we got to give our flowers yeah, to Ryan absolutely, Smith. Absolutely, absolutely. Freshman, freshman on the soccer team scored her first collegiate goal, and it was a game winner. Yeah, a game winner in extra time against Grambling State. So shout out to freshman Ryan Smith. And again, we. That's um congratulations to that team and we look forward and the best of luck to the soccer team. But that was ladies and gentlemen, that was our flower section. And of course, it's that time of the show. We have to go, unfortunately. We have we have yes. to go. We are we're over time. But again, and I, I know I said it a lot, but I'm gonna say it again. Thank you, Coach Mohammed El Zara, for stopping by. Very during your you you didn't have to. Very busy scheduled season started and you're getting ready for Thursday. So, but thank you for stopping by and just uh, showing love and and allowing us to interview and everything. But uh, yeah, man. But for those of but for the, but before we go, uh, for those of you who didn't catch the show today, this show will be up on uh, all podcast streaming uh, platforms right now. I want to say what's up to the. People that's live streaming the show right now on IG Live um, on our page, Four Streets. Thanks Four for show. Shout out to my mom for making yes. an appearance in the chat. Shout out, mom. <laughs> yeah, shout out, shout out, everybody. Thank you for your support. And oh, and uh, uh, anybody that's listening right now mm-hmm. who wants to contribute to the debate we had, mm-hmm. reach out to us on the social meds, man. Yeah. We want to know you guys' opinions on what we were talking about, what you guys feel uh, the conference standings are. Uh, we want to hear your voices so At that we Fort can Street have sports. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yes. We want to be able to talk about what you guys are talking about. Who knows? Maybe your argument will be featured at some point. Yeah, so reach out to us on social media again. If you miss a show, podcast. Uh, we'll, the show will be up on all podcast uh, stream uh, podcast platforms our live stream we'll try to put that up on IGTV today or later tomorrow hopefully um, also 88.5 southernmissradio.com to catch the show and everything um, but thank you for the support and that's the, pla- that's the places you can go to watch the show and everything Shout but, out Scott also shout and out, yeah. shout out to Scott yeah. and shout the out to Scott yeah, and Engineer Booth that <laughs> Him, Charles, busy, very crafted at what they do. Um, but again, this is the outro. We over time. Sorry, we did, we kept you long. Sorry, we kept you long. Hey, but, no, I, I think that they they would enjoy the. I, extra. I think, but I think you, I think uh, y'all would enjoy this. Show. See y'all so, next week. But yes. we'll see y'all next week again. Once again, I'm Kobe. I'm Charles, not Charlie. Charlie, not Charles. Don't mix us up. And smooth boss. And we are the Four Street Sportsmen, and this is the Four Street Sports Show. Peace and love, Southern is Radio. To close the Waco, baby. To close out, money bag yo with Wakisha. 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 My bad. (laughs) Peace, yo.